0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Run the track, run the track, run the run. Hi, I'm Lucy and I'm a personal
1: trainer, and I'm Flora and I hate
0: running. And welcome to Run the Track for all you runners out
1: there and all the people who hate running. Listen to us talk about our favorite tracks, play some of it to you. And generally just try to help you get to the end of a run without stopping. Hi.
0: Hi. Welcome to the, is this the fourth?
1: I think it's the fifth. Because you had minute. Welcome, welcome, Janthams, Anxiety, Witches. Yes, we're on the fifth. And now? This is Winter Olympics, baby. This is Winter Olympics, baby. I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed, but the Winter Olympics are on. A lot of people haven't noticed, apparently the viewing figures are very low. It's a good thing to get into, like it's a nice structure to the week. It really is. So in my office there's a TV in the kitchen and normally they have the financial markets going up and down. And it's switched over. And it's switched over to Winter Olympics. And it's just made the general conversation a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Instead of just being like, hi, hi, what are you having for lunch? It's like, ooh, look at that jump. I'm going to say something that's a pretty brave take. Okay. I think I might prefer it to the normal Olympics. Okay. Oh, my Oh, we ordered delivery. <laughs> delivery. sec.
0: Keep going, baby.
1: Okay, sorry. That buzzer was the delivery, but we're back. <laughs> what is your winter olympics stretch I'm um, intrigued by. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go for the ski stretch
0: <laughs> in theme once again. Mm-hmm. So what I want you to do is stand up hmm So I'll, I'll direct you, Flora. So standing up. I'm going to do it near the mic. Um, and then I want you to elongate both arms out wide to the sides. Mm-hmm. That's it. Inhale. And then coming across the body. So opposite hand to opposite foot. Twist. I have really bad flexibility. And then switching over to the other side. Nice and dramatically. Also getting that nice like. head tilt to the side. Really nice. Inhale. And again. So just have a slightly wider stance floor as well, and to the listeners. That's it. And then just coming across,
1: twist. Okay, you're uh, going to be putting these on our Instagram. I guess. I, h- I heard a little rumour.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: People can see more clearly.
0: And if you want to make this a bit more kind of activating, you mm-hmm. can also kind of go into a jump dance with it. Okay. So you like jump, twist, jump, twist. Oh, so it's like one. That's it? Really nice. So it's just like slowly building up that... Muscle
1: memory, muscle Why activation. Is it skiing because it's like I'm going, I'm going right, left. Yeah, right, left. Yeah, I am gonna just eat the rest of my pizza if that's okay. Yeah, but that was really fun.
0: Did you enjoy it?
1: Really good stretch. Live it, own it. We're back on the slope. Back at it again. Yeah, I don't think you have to love sport to love the Olympics. In my opinion, like, yeah, it is just interesting to see these like personal narratives of like. Everything that person has lived for and done so much work for is now on the line in this one moment. I was also going to say, like, it's so based on even the conditions. I, I saw one that
0: was, um, you know, the skeleton.
1: Oh, God. Yeah.
0: They were like halfway through and they were like doing really well. I think it was like the Russian Olympics, Winter Olympics. A cleaner had like chucked by accident a brush. And then it had like affected
1: their performance. Wait, a brush like onto the. They were sweeping and then they like dropped it. Oh, I'm obsessed with like the snowboarding, the skiing, but when I see curling, I'm like, I don't understand how people watch it. Can you tell us more about the history of it?
0: I think one of the first were in the Winter Olympics was like 1908. I want to say. Why not? Um. 1981.
1: Figure skating was the oldest game. uh, Really. Or performance, I guess. Yeah. That's nice that figure skating is like a competitive show. I would show. have thought one of the oldest would be like Langlauf. What the hell is that? The walking, the ski
0: walk. Oh, yeah. Um, Langlauf in German means long walk. So it's just like you striding with the long ski. Yeah. Uphill.
1: I never understood the appeal of that.
0: Yeah. My grandma used to do it.
1: Really? So I think it's been a thing
0: for like a really long time. Um...
1: I can see how people are into it. Really,
0: really good, like, en- endurance and, like, I guess it's, like, Tough Mudder is actually horrible,
1: but, like, the fact that you've done it is, like, amazing. Mm, okay, yeah, because for me, I love skiing. I love it. Oh, my God. I love... You're so lucky that you like it. I love it. I love slipping down that mountain. I don't think I'm very <laughs> good at it, but I just, I just find it so fun.
0: Yeah.
1: And the worst part of skiing is when you're, like, accidentally in the wrong place and then you have to go up to get down again but you don't have a lift and then you have to like sort of walk up so i just see the lang what is it lang the Langlauf. as that and i'm like why
0: it doesn't come naturally for me at the moment but like it's a shame because i feel like if i kept going it's just it's just typical it's like running running is horrible when you start
1: yeah but i don't think running has that extra thing of like you could just walk if you don't want to run mm. whereas with skiing it's like i'm stuck up this mountain and it's really fucked and also you have that pressure of everyone around you like just shoot, shoot, like going past and you're like i don't understand when we were
0: in austria i remember being like oh my god i'm so scared to go down this hill and they were just like literally like three-year-olds like yeah.
1: shooting down it's like so That's how
0: you do it so also, and also when it i just...
1: went skiing in bulgaria it was really cheap i'd recommend bulgaria if anyone wants to save money i noticed on the way back to the uk just so many like lads, like like fifty-year-old dads who just all seem really normal and laddie. It was not. It wasn't like posh. I think there's some ski resorts that have a really posh reputation, but like you can do it affordably. Perhaps that's why Winter Olympics has quite like low viewers because actually in the UK, like a lot of people are quite like fuck skiing. It's so, like posh twats. Yeah, definitely. There's always space to learn. Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes <laughs> and Kirsty Muir. Britain's young ski jumper who came fifth in the Olympic finals, which isn't wow. bad. Yeah, She's 17 and she learnt to ski in Aberdeen. Wow. Yeah. And at the same time, when you do first learn to ski, it's really horrible. And let's all sympathise with that at the same time. Yeah.
0: And there's definitely a comparison with running. Like, I feel like so many of my clients have said, it's the worst thing ever. I don't get how you can get into it. Blah, blah, blah. Mm, it's like, mm. it just takes, it's like, enjoying the the moment the fun of it and like looking at the view and like even if you can't like I couldn't even get down some of the slopes no I no. was just like standing at the top and then would just leave it there like come halfway down and then I was <laughs> like I don't think I can do the black one like I can't what did you do to get down so then I just got the cable car oh I didn't know you could do
1: that <laughs> <laughs> that's really patronizing of me um oh I didn't know you could do what, that but I got a hot chocolate Okay, oh, cute. Cute. we have to talk about the mountain food. That is oh, really nice. It was so nice. Tafelte, no, Steckashe, a- Austria. Austria. Oh, I- no. What food do they have there? It's like really greasy ribs, which are really okay. Yeah, really nice,
0: like puffy pancakes, Ooh. um, with like cranberry on top, and then like in brandy sauce with like icing sugar. I feel like the German kind of
1: That's it, really they, know doing. Yeah. they know what they're doing. Yeah, know what
0: they're doing. How would you feel if, like, someone was commentating on your day-to-day life in the way that they do during the sports? Like, they were like, Flora, um, she's really hungover today, but she managed to get up. <laughs> she also
1: did a quadruple job to the shower. Very nice. She's done that in training a few times. We didn't think it would pay off. Yeah, I do really think it's so rude how sports people have basically people commenting on their job the whole time. I'd say that's a really good sketch. You yeah. should create it. <laughs> and number two, I'd fucking hate it. I think if you felt like the commentator had misrepresented you, yeah. you'd be like, No, because it's it's the only thing people think. The commentator has so much control over everyone's brains. So you're like, No, that's you've misrepresented me. Like I ugh. But if they got it right and I did really well, then I'd be like, Yeah, let's sing my praises. It's also really mad when they do the like Freeze shot in the
0: air? Mm, when they're jump, ski it's, jumping. I like the Met Gala. <laughs> okay, final question. I love get. these questions. If you could choose to be really good at a <sighs> Winter Olympics sport slash performance, what do you think you'd be good at versus what you wish you could be <sighs> good
1: at? Okay, I love that question. I know exactly what I wish Okay. because I've also tried it and I'm really bad at it Right. and it's snowboarding. I really would love to be a snowboarder and I feel like the female snowboarders this year and the male ones actually and the male ski jumpers and the female ski jumpers are so sick and like I would die to be that but when I did try snowboarding I had the worst time of my life and then what I'd actually be good at oh god I probably I think I'd be all right at just like putting myself on like a tray and like slipping down Mm. like a luge even though that's mental, is
0: luge the what the opposite to a skeleton?
1: So your feet first. Yeah, because I'm really because <laughs> so I want it. I'm really lazy. Yeah, and I know it's not actually lazy. Like you have to have amazing core strength and stuff, but I can just lie back and <laughs> <Yeah>. slip down. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that question straight back at you. What would you want to be good at, and what would you actually be good at?
0: I feel like mine's really obvious. No. Uh, oh. Gating. So yeah,
1: I solo or with a male on my own. Really, yeah, just on my own. Love that. <laughs> I would like to choose my
0: own music. I like mm. that. That's that an element. I like that. I can bring in hip hop if I want to. Yes, hip hop. Like, i If I wanted, like, I could bring in pot Ray, recover, drop, drop. Bring <laughs> in like some ballet moves.
1: Yes, I'm really like shake it up and think about costume as well. Costume, mm. hair,
0: makeup, like mm. it's got a lot. It's quite cheer. It's so cheer. So. I would choose, I'm similar to you. I'd go for the skeleton. I go head first, (laughs) just down. (laughs) You go head first
1: and I go beep. (laughs) Okay, well, shall I start? Yeah, so for all you runners out there, we're going to give you a blast of music, and the choice is going to be Winter Olympics inspired. We're going to go for Red Dragon Love Una, 1988. (laughs) So that was Red Dragon Love Una from 1988
0: and the reason why I chose you're that obsessed is, with the 80s. I know I am. The reason why I chose that is I'm not sure if you know. Mhm. You probably do know why I've chosen that. Basically, I've chosen 1988 and a Jamaican song, which was in the charts at that time because that was the first and the famous Bob bobsleigh team from Jamaica, 1988. Oh, I didn't tell you, but I actually messaged the, one of the team. Oh my... 1988 team. God, on Instagram? Devon, he's called Devon, and he didn't respond. Oh. But I would have really liked just like a quick motivational they're motivational speakers now oh are they yeah so are they who the film cool runnings is based on yes which is from 1994 so it's based on 1988 team unfortunately by the way a lot of the cool runnings film is not based on fact but one of the members um this is a quote from him saying the feeling is the same the tone is the same the ambition is the same the absurdity was the same and the main key events were the same so the absurdity was the same so yeah i feel like that was a really nice story of Mm -hmm. like just an underdog team coming through and like okay they didn't win but like i think it's kind of tying into the point that you just said it's like the attitude yeah and just being like it's really cool like you were saying like it's cool that you did that yeah better
1: than go for it you hadn't done it exactly i think that's what sport teaches us it's like go for it yeah there was a Japanese figure skater today who like went for, like, a four-loop move. I don't know how you say that, but, like, he spanned four times in the air. But then when he came back down, he didn't land it and then fell. And it was, like, in the medal final for the men's figure skating. And I thought it was actually quite a rude post-skate interview. The interviewer was like, why did you go for, like, a four-spin jump? when you've actually never landed one before, in the final. And he was just so sweet. And he was like, I just, it's just always been my dream to do that. And people, that's actually the most inspiring thing about the Olympics, is you see these people just giving it their all. And no one's, not everyone's going to get the gold. It's so the same as like, I know I've probably mentioned this before, like
0: my dad is like insane on the piano. And like now mm, he's teaching himself jazz piano. Wow. Like I can hear him going through the same thing again and again and again and he's messing up again and again and again and then like weeks later i can hear he's got it right and it's like oh. it's just about that
1: consistency and yeah. I- exactly i just really liked when that skater was like well i just wanted to do it so i did yeah. it why not yeah
0: <laughs> pick it up people
1: and you can do it on alexa Hmm. hey alexa play work it out Work it out. New radio edit by Beyonce from Apple. No, not that. Alexa, off. That was Caesar's Palace with Jerk it out. Really nice. Thank you. It's not actually my favorite song of all time, but for the keen listener out there, they'll know that it's on the soundtrack of a PlayStation game called SSX 3 or like SSX Tricky. I did used to really enjoy gaming when I was like 12. I think my upper limit was like 14, mm-hmm. but there was like a phase. Cause I have a younger brother who had he had games consoles. So I was like really into it, and SSX 3 was like. Or oh, SSX tricky, I can't remember. Was such a favourite of mine, and it was. So a, this was one of this. Was it like was a it sk- Snowboard. It was snowboarding. a snowboarding game. I did
0: really like snowboarding. Mm,
1: and mm. This was one of the songs. Yeah, and I loved that game. And over time, I've come to realise that I actually based a lot of my like style on one of the female characters of that game, who was a snowboarder called Allegra, and she really had. No, no, like she her vibe was like snowboard pants like trousers mm-hmm. like baggy so in the style of like cargo pants but then like a bando snowboarding as a vibe is so cool like it's so cool and the great tragedy of my life is that when I did try to snowboard I couldn't do it mm. i and i was like crying i was getting yeah. into some massive arguments like it was so horrible but like
0: arguments with yourself
1: Oh, no, it was with an ex-boyfriend who right. was, like, trying to teach me. That's never, never a recipe for a good idea.
0: My sister's family friend in Australia, her son, who is, like, 13 now, she realised he was buying loads of outfits for a player on
1: one of the games. That's exactly what I would do, yeah. And
0: I ended up being, like, 2,000 um, Australian dollars. <laughs> 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 I find that so iconic, like... You can, like, distance yourself from the truth of
1: it. Like, you're like, you kind of do it once and then you forget. That nicely brings me back to Allegra because you could change her outfits and that was a really cool part of it. I think on some level I kind of had a girl crush on Allegra and then, like, wanted to be her. Yeah. And it was at a time when I was young and I, like, played the drums and I, like, I kind of played with early Billie Eilish, like, baggy clothes, but a bit sexy. Tomboy, yeah. It was, like, sexy tomboy, which I like to think I've brought into... I think I can wear the floral dresses, but then I can also go for the, like, cargo pant, but always with something cheeky. Yeah. And so when I see the snowboarding on the Winter Olympics, I'm like, you're actually really influenced by this culture. And what I really like about the commentary on the snowboarding is, like, they really appreciate it when people are, like, they say lazy, quote unquote. So maybe it's to do with the downfall of the fabric of society as well. But they always want it to look like it's low effort, even though they want high technical ability as well so they'll be like he just looks so lazy there and they like really <laughs> applaud it because the whole culture of snowboarding is that you want to look chill the that's whole time so embarrassing!
0: <laughs> cheese and mac i'm gonna go on to my next one if that's okay please so my next one is another underdog i love that up and
1: down all around the fence. you could have car
0: that was Peter Gabriel sledgehammer that actually is in the film about Eddie the Eagle uh,
1: another underdog
0: so I've done two underdogs Jamaican bobsleigh team and now I'm doing Eddie the Eagle and once again it's like the same thing of like, We all love, like, pros, but we
1: kind of hate them at the same time, so jealous. Love an underdog. Adore them. Do you think it's because we all have really low self-esteem and therefore relate to the underdog? I think so. Yeah. Do you? 100%. So he just decided to do it. He started running for
0: endurance, so obviously all you runners out there, keep going where you are. Like Obviously you're probably like midway, like, a bit more than midway through your run right now, so well done, keep going. A lot of people were very, like, critical of him, saying that he was, like, making a mockery of the sport, ski jumping. And obviously, like, he was the first ski jumper from Britain. And Mm -hmm. probably going to be
1: the last ski jumper. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's, like, a a British thing. Ski jumping in terms of when they just fly off the jump. Yeah. Legs akimbo and then just stay in the same position. Yeah. And try to get as far as possible. Yes. Yes. As compared to, like, the tricks of, like, Kersti
0: Yes, okay, exactly great. So yep. yeah, sorry, I'll just, I didn't explain that No, not at all, you didn't um, And now he's just a plaster and shroud He's got a family, two kids, a wife I read like an article and he was just like I look back with fondness, like I'm really glad I did it He didn't do well hmm. But he was like, it's actually like The achievement for me was, as you said earlier Just doing it Yeah. And actually just putting myself out there Since him though with, Then no one's allowed to just decide to compete <laughs> So you have, to quantify yeah, you have you to qualify. Yeah, you have to turn quant- up. I think there are like regulations in place. Oh, so you, you can't, can't just it like be like, I'm gonna go to Milton Keynes for like two weeks, <laughs> I'm gonna do some dry slope skiing, and then I'm just gonna compete in the Winter Olympics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I find him really iconic. It's so brave. Yeah, it's really, and it's like you're really setting yourself up. Maybe you're, it's gonna go wrong. Also, his ski goggles
0: and he's uh, long sighted. They like mess it up. And he couldn't see anything, so it went wrong. And like nightmare. But I just find it really once again like really iconic that he put himself out there. So he was the first competitor since 1928 to represent Great Britain. Mm. And he in ski jumping or in any Winter Olympics sport. In ski jumping, Yay. represented Great Britain, and finishing ranked 55th and earning a ticket to Calgary. True to his underdog reputation, Edwards learned of his qualification while residing at a Finnish mental hospital. Not as a patient, but out of financial necessity.
1: Wait, I have no idea what's
0: going on there. So (laughs) I think he had nowhere to stay. So like what you were saying about the classes and thing, like he literally just went in with probably no agent, Mm. no accommodation team to support him, no finance, and no accommodation. And like just out of the passion for the sport. He said he started off just doing it every Saturday, mm-hmm. um, just practicing skiing, probably at like a dry slope, and then went every Saturday and Sunday, and then he was like, I might compete. I quite like that attitude.
1: Yeah, just slowly building towards getting yeah. really intense. Speaking of which, right. I need to slowly build towards my 10K. Yeah, how's it going for you? I started cycling. I know this is a running podcast, um, but I was stifling to work. And that's actually quite a long distance because I have to go from North so London. So endurance. Yeah. North London to South West London. Okay. I go past Buckingham Every Park. day? Not every day. But I was like, I think hopefully this is working towards my like Eddie B. Eagle 10k.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, as he said, he did running, but he was a ski, a ski jumper. So it's all cardio in the end. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to get running as well. Okay, But check back in with me next week I choose a spot that I always go to
0: And I run to that spot for like three weeks Okay And then I'll just slowly then add another mile on Oh a cheeky mile And then add another mile on Mm. And then you slowly like without even realising You don't realise you're even getting better But it's so funny when you come back to running I don't know if you feel like this Flora But I feel like winded again like yeah, Christmas it's then horrible. Back and then it takes about a week, and then you're yeah. back again, which is great.
1: Yeah, I ne- I think I haven't quite got over the winded phase. Okay, but it's like I muscle to get back memory. In-
0: so that's why it's just getting past that phase. And yeah, being scared of feeling like that. Yeah, doesn't mean that you're like back to where you were at the beginning. It just means your body's readjusting again.
1: Okay, and it will get back quicker than it did before. And soon, like Eddie the Eagle, I will fly. Exactly. And it's just actually amazing he didn't die because mm-hmm. that sport is freaking mental and side note i made a list of all the interesting stories i'd heard from the commentators of the different competitors my favorite not my favorite it's not a good story but a guy that i thought was quite fit even though he was born in like 2000 um really young his name is burke rude and he's a norwegian ski jumper freestyle skier and he does the big air which is where they do like tricks as skiers and I researched him. Actually, couldn't find any interesting anything interesting about him. He's just really, really good at ski jumping. Wow! But I t- found out that his brother is an NFT artist, non fungible tokens. You know those weird like monkeys. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's 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 the fact. That's the okay. fact. <laughs> Kirsty Muir Aberdeen sure. Then there's that woman who does the snowboarding. Zoe Sadowski Sinnett. She's from New Zealand. Maybe it wasn't her. It was one of the female snowboarders. Her parents ran a snow park in New Zealand. And, like, she, from when she was born, just snowboarded every day there. Then we've got a Chinese-born a, a chinese born competitor who was abandoned in China based on, I think, the one-child, two-child policy. Hey, and, like, woman, people prefer, yeah, preferring boys over girls. Then was adopted by an American couple became really good at skiing and then was competing in the Beijing Olympics for the US. So it was quite interesting. The China versus America. I would maybe make a film about that. Uh, the Austrian who's basically trying to outdo his dad and a snowboarder who got blood cancer and then had six months of chemo and then went on to win the world championships and then the Olympic gold. But the Olympic gold win was actually quite controversial. Bulls in sack. My next song. Alexa, play Underworld, Born Slippy. Born Slippy, next by Underworld from Apple Music. So that was Underworld Born Slippy. Really like it. Thanks. Um, as featured on the Train Spotting soundtrack where it found its fame. I chose it purely because it said Born Slippy and <laughs> Snow is quite slippy. You're picturing yourself slipping. Your yeah. Skin. Ice is slippy, snow is slippy. It hasn't got that much to do with it, but I think it's such a good song for running to, dancing to. It feels very like you're on the move, like <laughs> things are happening. <laughs> yeah. Bad boys, bad boys. Bad as an angel, but I actually can't ever really work out what the lyrics are. Obviously, if you Google them, but some there's something I quite like about how it's a bit of a mess. And I can't
0: quite picture you on the slopes with that.
1: Yeah, I think if I were to ski with earbuds in, but I don't think I quite have the confidence. to Are do they that. allowed to do that? A lot of people do ski with headphones, not in the which I think in the Winter Olympics they do. Casual skiers, I think, also have music, and I think it's a really bad idea, and I wouldn't actually do it. But I think I'd. You know, if I had, like, the open run ahead of me, good blue sky, lovely snow, not many cues, I'd probably put that one. I just think it's such a tune. Yeah, just, like, deep 90s. Like, Denise Van and is on your breakfast TV. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And I don't know anything about Underworld, nor do I want to know anything about them. That's not to say that they're bad. It's just, like, I love that this song is quite random to me. Mm. And it's just... I can just put it on at any moment and it, like, changes the tone. What does a slip mean to you? So, like, would you get back up? Oh, this is such a big thing I've been working on. I'd say my biggest slip, and I have talked about this on Series 1, is when I really messed up in Edinburgh. Okay. I really messed up. Mm -hmm. I have some reviews that leave much to be desired and really affected me. I definitely lost the joy, and then I also had a little bit of a heartbreak moment around the same time, so that was the joy amplified, and then I had to move... Sorry, the lack of joy amplified, and then I had to move back in with my parents. So I would say that bit was all a bit of a slip, and I don't think I've 100% come back from it, but then I do think when you see people fall on, like, the world stage, or I do like to learn lessons from sportsmanship to bring it back to the theme of, like, Something I've noticed over this Winter Olympics is they're actually all really happy for people when they win and then they don't seem to beat themselves up as much when they fall over or when they slip. Like, they're just like, that's life. And I saw one guy say, like, it's only sport, which is a massive thing to say when you've dedicated your life to sport. You just have to humble yourself to the fact that you made a mistake mm-hmm. or, like, it wasn't quite your day and no one is bigger than it's that.
0: Same with running as well. Like, you get, like, some days, like can just complete depend on the day sometimes yeah. i feel like i could run like eight miles and another day i'll be like literally will run to the end of the road and i'll be like i just want to walk it's so dependent on the day like your mental mm. health your physical health the vitamins in your body yeah. like water hi- yeah like hydration sleep everything like if there's something stressful going on around you so have the runners got to the end of their run yeah so how- however well you're doing bobsleigh or no bobsleigh
1: well done you be slaying, whether you bobslaying or not. the Winter
0: Olympics. As we said, feel like you're the Jamaican team going out there into the ice cold. Where would they have? Into the unknown. The unknown, unknown and, like, minus degrees. It is minus degrees at the moment. And, like, we all want Jamaican sun, to be
1: honest. But well, also spring is on the way. Have you noticed oh, the is light that. is coming out a Did little? Have you noticed that? It's like, whoa, I forgot that was possible. Oh my God. How refreshing is it compared
0: to, like, around Christmas time? I'm like... This is not normal. It feels like 2 p.m.
1: Mm-hmm. is when the sun p.m. goes down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and now it's like 5
1: p.m. I'm like,
0: okay. Well, see, the best is summer when it's like 9 p.m.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is hope. There's like a Winter Olympics inspired hope on the horizon that we can jump into that sunlight yeah. as the skiers and snowboarders. It's about tackling that we are.
0: these hard moments like and, winter. And getting up when you slip. Yeah. So, perfect. Well done, guys. As we said, this is the
1: fifth episode. So, if you haven't already, catch up on the Winter Olympics. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, Team GB have won something. I know um, we have, if, like, nothing right now. If I would say one thing, try and watch um, Jason Chen. Mm. He really is sensational.
0: He's so your type of person. Yeah. I think it's what I want to be yeah. in life. Um, But otherwise, well done, guys. You, I'm sure you feel amazing. We do. And-
1: I say my recommendation of an athlete is... Zoe Sadowski-Sinnett, the New Zealand snowboarder woman, who is probably who I always wanted to be when I was playing those games. And she's fucking sick. That's amazing. Well done, guys. Well done, guys. Great, great, great guys. workout. And just keep snowboarding. Run
0: the track. <laughs> With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.